Hello, my friends. It is time to get loud and proud with Patrick's Perspective, a conversation on life. A safe space where we can talk about everyday life, celebrate our successes, and talk about the elephant in the room. Here's your host, Patrick Linfante. Hello, hello, my friends. We are ready to go with episode number two. We made it through the week. We have some more to talk about today. I hope that this finds you well. I hope you are running through the day with a smile across your face and you are ready to feel energized. I would love to extend a huge thank you to all of you excellent people that took some time to check out the maiden voyage of this podcast last week. I have gotten plenty of feedback, let me tell you. I am now aware how much I say you know, so please slap me if I continue that this time. Uh, I got a bunch of people that are interested in getting on to this podcast in the future. I have some really excellent things in store for you guys. So please pay attention, subscribe so that you know that this is coming out. And please reach out to me if you want to be a part of this. I would love to talk to every single person that I possibly can. I love people. I love perspective. I love what everyone else thinks. So please don't feel bad. Bashful, reach out, let me know, and I would be absolutely ecstatic to get you on here, okay? So, let's get a little bit into this week. But, before we get into the topic we're going to be talking about this week, I would like to dedicate this show. I would like to dedicate the show to a very dear friend of mine that has passed since the last episode last week. Never have I seen such a pure spirit in my life. I'm sorry that you had to travel such a hard road, and I'm sorry that it ended so soon. And that is the reason why all of us must get as much out of life as we can, because we do not know when our last moment is. We do not know when the last breath that we draw will be. Parker Scott, this is for you. They say that when you get older, deaths happen more frequently. And this is the third person that I've lost in about seven weeks. And I honestly don't know what to say anymore. I can't cope with another day, another text message, another message that gets sent to me that says, do you know anything about so-and-so? I, I can't do that anymore. But I will. I'm still here. You are still here listening to this. So we will carry on for those that don't make it. And we owe it to those spirits and those souls to get the absolute most out of this life. It is not fair that we still have air in our lungs and choose to waste it bitching. No. Instead, I will use it to celebrate. I will use this voice to encourage others. 
and to always choose to look at the bright side. It is a choice. Do you want to be happy or do you want to be bitching about everything in your life and complaining about how hard it is when you live in a first world country? When you have the ability to literally be listening to this right now, do you understand how absolutely ridiculous that is that we can do that in the world? So get up and make something out of this day. Now, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about self-awareness. We're going to go deep into this topic today because I only glanced over it last week and that is a very large pillar of what this podcast is about and what my life is about. We're going to talk about what self-awareness even is. We're going to talk about why it's important. We're going to talk about who can benefit from becoming more self-aware and who can benefit in the third party when you become more self-aware. How does self-awareness apply to everyday situations? And how can you take steps to improve self-awareness I would like you to take some you know 30 seconds to write something down on what your ideas are regarding this so that you can kind of reconcile the two lists of what I say what you think and then potentially get a third opinion from those combined perspectives after that so take a second think about it and then let's get back into it. Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning into Patrick's Perspective, a conversation on life. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, please find me on all of the social media. I have a blog posted at patricklinfante.com. I am at facebook.com slash patricklinfante. I can also be found on Twitter and Instagram. My handles on there are bakersmanshreds. Patty Cakes, the Baker's Band. See you guys soon. Brought to you by Big Mosh Podcast. Keep in touch with everything network-wide via Instagram and Twitter at Big Mosh Podcast, as well as Facebook.com slash Big Mosh Podcast. So, self-awareness is what we're talking about today. And we're going to put self-awareness into a more understandable form, a more malleable form in your mind so you can be more aware of what self-awareness is by the time that this is over. Even if it's just one tiny little thing that you've never thought before. That's my goal here. So, we're going to take self-awareness and we are going to break it down into five separate components. And we then are going to look at five different tools that we use throughout our lives to use as a barometer on each one of these components. 
And the first component is self-concept. Now, this is the general term for how you perceive yourself. Nothing too specific here, just kind of general, I'm outgoing, not outgoing, athletic, not athletic, uh, I'm a guy, I'm a girl. You know, very baseline stuff. Now, the next one is personal values. Now, this part of your self-awareness covers the wants, the needs, uh, what you value most in your life. Do you value relationships? Do you value monetary things? Do you have uh, enough value to not lie to someone? Do you have enough value to be a good human being? Now, the third component of self-awareness is self-identity. Now, this is a deeper reflection on what self-concept is. This is more of a specific narrowing down of your potential, your qualities, what makes you who you are. Are you actually very skilled at some athletic things? Are you not? Are you a good driver? Are you not a good driver? Do you have perception of the things that are around you? Or are you a little bit more oblivious to that? Now, the fourth component that makes up self-awareness is self-development. Now, this is part of your awareness that shows, okay, I have that self-identity, this is who I am, but am I taking any steps to work on those things? Am I doubling down on my strengths? Am I taking a little bit of time to increase my weaknesses or my flaws? And we'll get into that a little more because there's a lot that I can go on to about that. Uh, but I want to get to the fifth and final component that make up self-awareness. Now, that is one of my favorites, and it is everything that the first podcast was talking about. Self-regulation. I would also call this accountability. Are you taking responsibility for your choices for your behaviors and for your actions. You are being the mentor and the mentee all at the same exact time. You're trying to learn and trying to teach yourself at the same time. Are you aware of this? Are you letting yourself slide on certain responsibilities? Because no one's going to know. Or at least you think no one's going to know. But then you lay in bed at night and you go, mm, I ate too many Twinkies today. Or I, uh, I didn't do my exercises today. Or I didn't do my homework today. I let myself go. Ah, I'll get to it tomorrow. Eh. That's not a healthy level of self-regulation. 
and we'll talk about healthy levels and unhealthy levels, but those are the five components that comprise what self-awareness is. Your self-concept, your personal values, your self-identity, your self-development, and your self-regulation. Those are the five things that make up what self-awareness is. Now we're going to talk about five tools that you can use as a barometer to know whether you're doing well with these or not, to be able to rate yourself, to be able to give yourself an honest grade on these, which goes into self-regulation right off the bat. You're taking responsibility for whether you are good or not at these areas. And let's start with that self-regulation. How aware are you of what you regulate? The two tools that are going to combine in between those are hopes and dreams and resilience. If you have large aspirations, hopes and dreams, and you are a resilient individual, well, then you can regulate yourself very properly. But you have to have both. If you have large ambitions, large hopes, large dreams, but you don't have the resilience to see things through to the end, to not allow yourself to have a cheat day or a cheat hour or a cheat minute of anything you do in life. You have to have the hopes and the dreams and you have to have the desire, the determination, the resilience, the power to get yourself to those hopes and dreams. And the way you get yourself there is by regulating yourself with habits that are healthy, diets that are healthy, exercise which is healthy, and allowing yourself to regulate that to a healthy level. And that healthy level doesn't necessarily mean you're working out every single day of your life. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say you can never have some good pie after dinner. What I'm saying is you regulate that. If you are making the good decisions and it falls in line with your happiness in life, then kudos to you. But if you're giving yourself 20% slack and the hopes and dreams that you have require you to reach 100% regulation and, and be tight on yourself, then you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to have resilience to be able to accomplish that. And resilience leads into the next component, which is self-development. Now, resilience is a tool to be able to measure your self-development. The same thing with self-regulation. You are monitoring yourself. And you are taking a look in the mirror and saying, am I developing? Am I growing? Or am I dying? Am I 
just accepting what is. And, oh well, this is as good as I'll ever be. No, you need optimism to pair with this resilience. You have to have the ability to have the optimism to tell yourself that there's a point to all of this. You have to be optimistic that if I am resilient enough times, my self will be developed further. You have to have optimism to believe that. You have to believe what you don't necessarily see. You have to believe that every single effort that you make every single day plays a part in the success of your life, however you paint that picture. And this optimism now gives us a segue into self-identity backwards. Because you have to be optimistic about your identity, about your skills, about your qualities. You have to be optimistic about the fact that, you know what? I am good enough. I am a good enough musician. I am a good enough artist. I am a good enough painter. I am a good enough lawyer. I am a good enough whatever I think I am. You're looking at your potential and your qualities. So you have to be optimistic to say, hey, I see this in myself. I see this potential to be great. I am identifying that. I am identifying what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. I have to know whether I am going to be good at racing a car or snowboarding or running an office or, 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 or not. <laughs> you have to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? <laughs> I suck at this. <laughs> and that is okay. And why is it okay? Because you are going to compare optimism and you are going to combine it with compassion. And why are we doing that? What are we doing here? We are being compassionate to ourselves. Exactly as I joked through that last piece. <laughs> it's okay that I am not the uh, fashionista of the world. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay that I don't have the best oranges growing on a tree in my backyard. I'm, I'm identifying that that's not my skill, my passion, my strength to double down on. And I have compassion that I'm okay with that. And if I wanted to develop as self, then I would be able to improve any of those, but I can still identify which components and which skills and which characteristic traits I have are positive for myself and which are negative for myself and don't beat myself up because I have flaws or weaknesses 
every single person has a weakness, so <laughs> what's the point of beating yourself up about it? Someone else will step right up to the plate to beat you up about it, so <laughs> why do it to yourself as well? Come on, it's, it's a little ridiculous. You have to be nice to yourself. You have to have compassion. And that compassion now feeds into your personal values. Compassion is a value of yours if you choose to make it a value of yours. You can choose to be compassionate towards yourself, towards other people, towards the world in general. Your personal values are your wants and needs. They are your values. They are what you want most out of your life. So why would you do anything other than be compassionate towards those values? Be humble and honor those emotions inside of you. Give those values weight. That's your character. That's what you're built on. Your values at its core. Have compassion towards the fact that you want to be the best X, Y, Z. You want to be the best musician. You want to be the best pond hockey player. You want to be the best friend. You want to be the best husband or wife or son. Because your values are what create that. You have compassion towards yourself, and you have compassion towards others. And, and how do you go forward in life like that? You have confidence. And you have confidence in what your values are, and you have confidence to the point that you are able to be compassionate. You have enough confidence to know that this is what you want to do, so this is what you are doing. Because you have defined your values and you have defined who you are. Which brings us back to the first component, which is self-concept. You have the confidence to know generally who you are in every facet, which pairs with the first tool that we also talked about, which is hopes and dreams, your aspirations. You're confident in what your ambitions are. You're confident in whatever your hopes and dreams are because you know generally who you are. You know generally whether you're a warm weather person, a cold weather person, a person that likes to talk a lot, a person that doesn't like to talk about. It's simply the confidence at the most general level because you have hopes and dreams that you're confident in. So, we have answered our first question. What is self-awareness? Self-awareness is your general self-concept where you use confidence with your ambitions 
to determine what your personal values are by combining your confidence and compassion to find out what your self-identity is which is found by compassion and optimism to then develop thyself through optimism and resilience and then regulate yourself with resilience and ambitions so why is any of this important why do we care what self-awareness is I'm sure that you can come up with a couple good answers right off the bat it's good to generally know who you are it's good to you know have the confidence to know who you are generally speaking as well as specifically speaking it's good to know whether you are good at typing on a computer or not if you are horrible at typing on a computer you probably don't want to get a job where you are sitting at a computer for nine to ten hours a day typing it's probably not going to lead to a very happy life if you don't develop yourself it's going to lead to depression it might not be for a day it might not be for a week it might not be for a month it might not be for a year it might not be for a decade who knows but one day when you realize you're not developing yourself you're not improving your character or your abilities then either your resilience is shot or your optimism is shot if you don't regulate yourself well then you can be overweight you can be underweight you can be out of shape by not working out you can be out of shape by working out too much you cannot go to work and get fired oh that's the job no you are regulating whether you get up in time and go to work on time or you're regulating whether you go, eh, I don't really feel like going to work today, so I'm just going to call out. Now, can you see how any one of those examples does not simply affect you? <laughs> None of them simply reflect yourself. If you work at a job that you aren't good at and you hate the people around you aren't going to have a great day if you don't have the optimism or the compassion for yourself to identify your weaknesses and say I'm not gonna be there well you're gonna hurt some other people around you and if you don't regulate yourself you're also gonna hurt some people around you You know, you, you get overweight, then you can't do certain activities, or you don't go to work so you don't have money to f feed yourself, <laughs> or, it, you know, God forbid you have a family and you can't feed them. 
Self-awareness is important because it's what allows you to be the best version of yourself. If you're not aware of yourself, then there's nothing you can do to improve that. If you aren't paying attention to this show that that is life, well, then you're not going to pick the fruit from the tree. You're not going to enjoy what life has to offer because you're not being your best self. This is a learned skill. Maybe someone's going to be good at it, better than someone else. But if they have the self-awareness to be better at certain things than someone else, then they have enough empathy, most likely, to be able to extend knowledge to the other person, which can allow them to improve themselves. which will in addition help them become more self-aware. Do you see where I'm going with this? Self-awareness is the key to everything. It's what breeds authenticity. It's what breeds leaders. if they're aware that they're a leader or they could be aware that they are not a leader. Self-awareness has everything to do with acceptance, accepting who you are, accepting what you are, accepting everything about yourself and having the strength and the ability to change what you don't like because you have the option to do that. So you only accept the things that are worth accepting and and the things that you need to fix or you need to work on or you need to put some effort into, you do because you're aware of it and you don't bury your head in the sand. Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning into Patrick's Perspective, A Conversation on Life. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, please find me on all of the social media. I have a blog posted at patricklinfante.com. I am at facebook.com slash patricklinfante. I can also be found on Twitter and Instagram. My handles on there are bakersmanshreds. Patty Cakes, the Baker's Band. See you guys soon. Brought to you by Big Mosh Podcast. Keep in touch with everything network-wide via Instagram and Twitter at Big Mosh Podcast, as well as Facebook.com slash Big Mosh Podcast. So I hope you have a couple of thoughts rolling around in your head right now about self-awareness. I hope you are self-analyzing now and taking a little bit of stock and being true to yourself and understanding whether you are giving it your all or not. Because we're going to keep going a little bit with this. Because who can benefit from having a higher sense of self-awareness? Everybody. It's not this weird, convoluted, off-the-chain 
in the shadows crazy concept. All that you have to do is be honest with yourself. And look, you can't know what you don't know. That's part of what this journey is all about. The more you converse with other people, the more that you're confident enough to do that, you get their perspective. And if you can be confident enough to take general criticism and feedback and understanding that it's coming from a good place, hell, even if it's not coming from a good place, take it. You can respect it. You don't have to listen to it, but take it in and analyze it when you're laying in bed at night all by yourself, when you're staring in the mirror, brushing your teeth at the start of the day or at the end of the day. Think back to that comment and that critique and that feedback and say, you know, was that true? And I just, I just didn't want to admit it and I wanted to fight and I wanted to be defensive because no way I, there, I can have that weakness and I won't identify with it and I can't have it. No, 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 no. Or can you generally say and authentically say, you know, that was a true statement in that critique and that feedback. And if I deploy compassion with myself and I have a little optimism and I have a little resilience and I remember what my hopes and dreams are and then I have a little bit of confidence to take that first step and swallow that pill, that knowledge, that hurtful thing that someone said. And if I can have the confidence to swallow that and listen to it and just take it for what it is and not have to identify with that one moment of time for the rest of my life, then I can improve my self-awareness. And I can really be accountable to myself to take the steps to develop that weakness. And I can identify that I have some other strengths that can help pull this up. And then there improves what your value system is. You realize that you took something for granted. You realize that you undervalued something in your life, you overvalued something else, and now you have a new perspective and you realize that you would rather be around your loved ones than work the extra 10 hours this week, or you would rather go home and see some family for the holidays rather than make some money. But you also have to regulate yourself to know that although I want to do A or B or C, is it feasible to do? And can I regulate that? That's a very tough predicament. 
it's a tough pill to swallow to be able to look in the mirror and say, Julie was really right when she told me that I suck at this, that, or this, or whatever. And she, damn it, she's right, but I was an asshole after that because I just was pissed that she called me out on it and blah, 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 blah. And then it ruined the rest of your day. And then you were a jerk to everyone else you walked around with. And everyone kind of had a little resentment for you after lunch today. What, what, was, what was Bill's problem running around all day? Why is he being such a dick? <laughs> but if you have the self-awareness to understand that, okay, I'll take that criticism, and you realize that if you were lucky that night, when you looked in the mirror and said, okay, I accept this, and tomorrow I'm going to go back into work with some good attitude on my shoulders and carry myself in like a good human being and and make good on it. Everyone has their moments. And the more you're able to do that, you improve your skills at becoming self-aware. Then you start to learn things quicker or just differently but you're aware of the fact that your self-awareness is growing. And as you become more self-aware, this process happens quicker. So instead of waiting till you get home to finally take that pill of knowledge and that critique, you can take it two hours after it happens and blow off a little steam and then be like, all right, fine, turn around. And then maybe sometime later, then finally, right in that moment, you can take it for what it is and have the confidence in yourself, in your values, to understand that you have compassion to identify that this may be a weakness, this person may be telling the truth, which you then use the optimism to say, you know, I could work on this. I, I, could, I could do something about this. I could make this better. And you have the resilience to see that through because you're using that resilience to regulate how quickly you take those truths. Because you have hopes and dreams that your self-concept is a good person. You have confidence that this person is telling you this because they want you to be better. Regardless of whether they're being angry with you or not, or they're being nice to you, or however they're getting their point across, the point of the matter is they want you to be better in this area. And the sooner that you can just accept that fact and be aware of yourself in all of those realms to work on that, then life becomes awesome. You stop having fights, you stop bickering with people, you stop rubbing, you just accept the way things are. 
and you just move forward and you have compassion and you have confidence and you have optimism and you have resilience and you have your hopes and your dreams and you you take all of those and put them in your little tool belt and you go through your day every single day knowing that you're prepared for these situations and as this self-awareness increases you get to buy some better tools and those tools help you work on yourself a little better, a little quicker, a little differently. They give you this upgrade. They give you that upgrade. It's all cyclic and it all works in with each other. It all integrates. So self-awareness isn't just one or two things. It's all of these things, but they play off of each other over and over and over and over and over. And if you wrote down the questions earlier today, then I think you're going to realize the last two questions are pretty much already answered. And we'll continue with them anyway. Where does this apply in life? Where does self-awareness play a role? Where does it apply? I'm honestly, where doesn't it apply? I mean, how could this not be a benefit? How, how could not knowing yourself be anything other than a positive thing? Because you know yourself the best, then you know how to interact with people, when to interact with people, where to interact with people, which people to interact with. You know who you are, and you know how you interact with the universe. The more that you find out that information right there, then you know which game to play in life. You figure out what you're good at, and you just double down on it. Just go for it. You know who you are. And yeah, that's what I feel like a lot of people are searching for right now. And I think it all relates back to truth. You know all of these answers. You just disguise them in lies. You distract yourself every day with your smartphone or with alcohol or with weed or with uh, constant fighting <laughs> instead of taking the time alone to look in the mirror and say who am I and if you don't know the answer right this second that's cool you have compassion for yourself you don't have to know everything but you should hope to want to learn more about yourself if you don't want to learn about yourself why is anything else going to be more interesting I mean I want to know myself I want to know who I am at my core so I know which opportunities to say yes or no to because it doesn't work with me or it does work with me or how I can negotiate a situation to become beneficial for me. The universe is always working for you. 
if you can just be honest enough to look it in the eyes and say, okay, I might not understand this at the moment, but I accept it. And because I accept it, now I can take a step towards working on the situation. The longer I prolong accepting it and pushing it and denying it and pretending it's not there and I don't identify with it and no, that's not me. <sighs> You're just spinning your wheels, not doing a damn thing. When you could just say, okay, this is how it is. All right, I understand. I'm not going to, like, this is, all right, cool. This is who I am. Let's go. And if you didn't notice, essentially that is the answer to the last question we had when we started this. How do you improve? You just be present. You pay attention to the moment. You stop distracting yourself with everything and anything. You pay attention. You invest yourself in that moment of time, in this moment of time, right now. And you give space where the space needs to be. So that there's time for you to think in between the words. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that this gave you a little bit of insight. I hope it gave you one tiny little understanding of self. One true moment with yourself. So that you can go out today and be a better you than you were yesterday or five minutes ago, or an hour ago, because you're choosing to look at yourself, you're choosing to give your best self to this world, because we need it, damn it. So thank you. Let me know what you think. Tell me what your idea of self-awareness is. Tell me how you see it affect your life, how you see it play into your life. Because I can tell you one thing, it's probably going to be a common theme with all of my guests that come on here. Because I want to know what your perception of self-awareness is. And I'm curious to know how aware of self that you are. I want you to be able to know who you are, what your values are, what your skills are how good you are at your development and how good you are with regulating yourself. I want that for you. I want you to be able to look at yourself and say, ah, this is how it is and, and be okay with it. Accept it, embrace it and use it to your advantage. And as I record this, it is an hour and a half away from my 32nd birthday. And I plan to make this year awesome. I plan to crush this year. And I want you to start with me right now. Thank you for stopping by. I would love to hear your feedback. So please let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you'd like to hear more about. Until then, dancing to tomorrow.